Hello back to episode two of Me Like Simpsons, That's Impossible, a podcast where a lifelong Simpsons fan forces his girlfriend to watch the series for the first time in an attempt to change her negative opinion of the show. I am Zoe, said girlfriend and non-fan of The Simpsons. And I'm Ryan, said simp for Simpsons. And this, yeah, is our second episode of the podcast. Uh, we hope you're enjoying it so far. If not, we're deeply sorry. I'm sorry for all of my opinions, but I am highly entitled to them. I have not... We, I think we both agree that season one is not one that is going to change my mind no, I on think, this show. I think it's almost like starting off on the wrong foot, but you have to start from season one. If you're going to see the progression of the characters and everything, and even the animation quality improving, <laughs> you got to start from season one. But yeah. yeah, I think even as a long-time Simpsons fan, I can agree... Season one doesn't start off with its no. best fit forward. Although it did win many awards, like but it did, but like I said before, it, there wasn't really anything else on TV then like it. Yeah. Whereas now we are spoiled for choice. So this week we watched episodes three and four, which are what, Ryan? Homer's Odyssey and There's No Disgrace Like Home. Yeah. Both plays on words, but mm-hmm. I'll get to that in a wee second. Okay. But yeah, both episodes, uh, yeah, are actually very much centered around Homer and his job, and sort of we haven't gotten to the nitty gritty and character development yet of yeah. separating them, and you'll see that as we kind of talk about the episodes through that the characters are not fully fleshed out yet. Yeah, I suppose we'll we'll get started on mm-hmm. season one, episode three, Homer's Odyssey. As season one isn't the strongest contender for the thing to change Zoe's opinion what do you what are you thinking of it so far you've only seen well you've seen four episodes now what do you think these two were worse than the last two <laughs> I have a laugh counter guys where I mean you may have realized this in the in the last episode but where I count how many times Zoe laughed or smiled during the episode mm-hmm. and it's zero I think there's one time she smiled there's one smile out of both of these episodes yeah. there's one smile but zero laughs and it was just a struggle for me to sit and watch my own show be judged. Did show. you enjoy <laughs> these two episodes, though? Yeah! I mean, yeah. I mean, as a Simpsons fan, mm-hmm. I do enjoy them. I like Because they're in the Simpsons, like, Hall of Fame, are they? Is it Homer- Homer's Odyssey? I've heard as an episode before. I hear people talking about yeah. it. But I thought it was the one where he went to space. No. Because I thought it was like a space odyssey. No, no, no. <laughs> and it was like a Homer's odyssey. Yeah. No, yeah, that's Is very it just true. Homer's odyssey or yes. a Homer's? It's just Homer's odyssey. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be like a space odyssey. So no. I thought we were getting some David Bowie in there. No, <laughs> no, it's... um. But there is one where someone yeah. goes to space. Yeah. Yeah, there is, but that's like way, way down okay. the line. Okay, see, I thought that was this one, and I was kind of like, oh, this could be interesting. No, but, unfortunately not. <laughs> I know we will get to this, but I was excited that I was able to point out to you first the Simpsons predictions that were in these episodes. Oh, yes, yeah. Before you pointed them out to me, because I might have cheated slightly this week, kind of, because a podcast that I listen to quite a lot they do sort of paranormal and conspiracy and like true crime stories. They're called And That's Why We Drink. They're bloody fantastic. Their episode this week was about the Simpsons predictions and they went through a few of them. But I was able to point out one in, was it episode three? Um, I think so. But I think it was episode three. I but I was cheating. very proud of myself. There was just that one and the 9-11 one and that was the only two I really remember yeah. from it, to be honest. But I knew the 9-11 one before yeah. all this. Everyone kind of knows majority of the Simpsons predictions. Yeah. I mean, people will be able to point out, you know, Trump being president and things like that. Mm-hmm. But again, those are like way down yeah. the line. So let's jump right into episode three of season one, which is Homer's Odyssey. Synopsis being... Homer is fired from his job as technical supervisor at the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant. Unable to provide for his family, he contemplates ending it all until he discovers a new life path as a campaigner for safety. Now, as you can tell in that synopsis, this episode gets pretty dark pretty quickly. And then it suddenly just gets brushed past. And I was like... You only have 20 minutes uh, to fill. Yeah, I guess. But I was just really like... Very heavy topics in the third I think. episode. <laughs> but obviously Homer's Odyssey is a play on words. It refers to the Greek poem Odyssea, more commonly understood as, as Odyssey, or the Odyssey, which is traditionally ascribed to a figure called Homer, who is believed to have compiled the, the epic uh, 
story or poems and it's mainly about spiritual growth which is why i think this one was called homer's odyssey because it was very much a yeah. a change going through rough times temptations yeah. like or good times as well so i think the whole point of this episode was to show you homer's journey mm-hmm. as a as a character it was interesting to see because i obviously don't have a great understanding of homer as a character yeah. from not watching the show but i feel like the homer that i had in my head is almost too stupid to comprehend him being depressed <laughs> so like i would feel like he would lose his job and he'd do the whole oh i'm a failure and then just leave it at that like well, that, that's kind of his attitude kind of kind of when you go through but, but he's not as stupid very dark seasons. We'll, we'll get to that. Let's go through the episode yeah. and I'll give you my thoughts. So obviously we start off with the standard Simpsons intro we all know and love. Well, yes. actually, we don't all know and love because, as I said in the last episode, it's mm-hmm. slightly different in the first season. Yes. The couch gag this time was the family all try to squeeze onto the couch, but the sides of the couch like break off and they're all left just sitting on the floor just confused. Just collapses beneath them. What did you think of that couch gag um, written? I give it 6 out of 10. Pretty mm. predictable standard, but it's what I would expect from season 1. Mm. Just the chair falling something happening like that so yeah six out of ten for this coach gag six out of ten is pretty high to be honest with you like yeah. what i would have thought you would have rated it as. well it's just that it's season one isn't it i'm just being easy on it i'm expecting the creativity to develop more and if it does not they will be staying at a low score okay fair enough 10. so we start off the episode at springfield elementary where bart's class is going on a field trip to the springfield nuclear power plant which you actually don't really know where they're going for no, like the first I asked while. you that. I was like, because there's a hint that they had a field trip to the prison, which is so cool, by the way. Like, imagine. I, know, I went to the dump in primary school. I went school. to the dump. You seem too excited about this. No, I, I learned nothing from that field trip. Did you learn anything? Reuse, reduce, recycle. That's all I remember. That's literally, yeah. I just remember them telling us to bring handkerchiefs to cover our nose and mouth because it stinks and it fucking reeked. Well, yeah, it is a dump. I know, but it's just, I learned nothing from that day at the dump. Or if anyone is ever lucky enough when they're a kid, obviously as a kid you can't do the concept behind zoos maybe not Mm -hmm. being the best place, but see if you ever got to go to Belfast Zoo when you were a kid in primary school, that was was like going to Coachella. Yeah, (laughs) it was. I was like, they got to go to a prison and there's a suggest that like maybe Bart opened a door and let some people out. Yeah. Yeah, I like, like that wee hint. That was funny, but um, I still didn't smile enough. No, no. It's Bart, obviously, who's going to do that. You understood the humour of I it. Did. I did. I understood the humour. I did appreciate it. I just didn't laugh out loud. I exhaled heavily through my nose. Oh, well, that's helpful. That's... Um, But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool that they went to the prison in a previous field trip now they're going to nuclear power plant. Like, yeah. I wish my school did things like this. Yeah, but you also got to have a good cool town to actually have those things in it springfield does have a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. in it like how big i understand like we live in on like the island of ireland does like obviously because it's an american town they have a lot more yeah and like a shorter would it count as a city for us is springfield a city yeah yeah it is it is or do they call it a town the city of the town of springfield you're making me it's really just confused. Springfield. Yeah, but sometimes people would say like the town of Springfield. Surely they would say it in the Simpsons movie at least because yeah. it's all about the fact that Springfield is the worst. It's a cesspool. Yeah. <laughs> but Bart obviously talks to the bus driver Otto as he comes in. Your favourite character. <laughs> banging straight in there, Otto. I have not said on this podcast that Otto is my favourite character. No, I know you haven't, but you some... For some reason, keep, that's all you talk about. I keep bringing up Otto for some reason. Anytime we talk about The Simpsons, not um, I was gonna say not on camera, not on the podcast. And Brian doesn't understand why I'm obsessed with Otto. No, I and love Otto too. But I, I just don't, don't get don't it. Understand. I what just keep being like, oh, I think I turned to you, and I was like, Otto, <laughs> like when he showed up. What did you think of his new tattoo that he woke up with? It was like a skull. It was a flaming flame skull with, with a like a knife, knife through the it. head. Yeah, it's alright, I guess. Not my, not my vibe, but whatever, whatever he yeah. likes. Well, according to Otto, you have to be 14, 14. to get a tattoo. Yeah. So Springfield is very low consensual. I don't trust who he goes to. To no. be fair, I think there's probably a few tattoo artists in this city that would probably let 14 year olds in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a few of my friends had tattoos. 
Really? When we were like 15 at least. Yeah. That's not even... From school. Like, you're not even old enough to vote. So? I, I just... You're old enough to still make your own decisions. Oh yeah, no, I don't mean that. <laughs> yeah, you're but like a lifelong decision. I oh, mean, don't get me wrong. How many people on tattoo fixers are like, oh, I got this when I was 15. I've had it for 40 years and I yeah. now need it covered up. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, by the way, guys, anyone listen to this, like we have tattoos. Yeah. We have made this decision. We have the impulsive ones and we have the ones that we thought long and hard about, but we were both over... 18 when we got them. <laughs> yeah. So because Bart's talking to Otto, he gets on the bus like slightly later than the other kids, so he has to sit next to fucking Wendell. That poor kid was already like travel sick before the bus even started moving. He looks sick. Yeah. He looks, he looks like looks the really cold. Ill. He shouldn't go there. There was always that one kid that threw up on the bus though, or like cried because they had to go home, <laughs> or they got homesick because they went on like a day trip. That, that was... That was me and all three of those kids. Really? Well, except the, the getting sick. Did you get really homesick when you did school trips? Yeah. Like, quite... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, quite badly. Oh, that's really bad. Okay, I won't joke about that kid. <laughs> if you were that kid. Like, well, have you never threw up on a bus? I threw up on a plane. That counts. I never threw up on a plane. I threw up on a plane, but I didn't... I thought sick bags were a myth. A myth. I thought that it was only a thing in cartoons, so I didn't think to reach for the sick bag that's in the pouch in front of me, so, so I just we're... threw it up over the ground. Uh-oh. Uh. Yeah, it's really sad. So hygienic. Yeah, and everyone was like, why didn't you use the sick bag? And I was like, wait, they're real? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Simpsons predicted the onset of sick bags being introduced <laughs> into airplanes. Exactly. We'll see if we come across that. Yeah. So, Otto is trying to go to the nuclear power plant, but obviously goes in circles because yeah, I think he's it's just It's a high shortcut, Mrs. Krabappel. What's her name? Mrs. Krabappel, but yeah. he calls her Mrs. K. Uh, uh, yeah, Wendell's going to chunder, like, everywhere. Per kid. Um, and then, obviously, they make it to the nuclear power plant. Wendell has not chundered. Yes. Great. Fucking great. Bart she smacks also, him on the back. She forces Bart to sing. Oh yeah, that's because he was interrupting like yeah. the bus. But I was like, if I was that teacher and had that kid that like tortured me, and I was like, like sit down, I wouldn't make them sing because I'd be like, just sit down and shut up. Yeah, surely that just reinforces. Yeah. Because they're they're just presenting it them was, in front of the class and giving them beha- it like, was, giving them attention. Yeah, it was the most bizarre punishment I think I've ever seen a teacher give. In my secondary school, we had to go between two different schools to basically uh, do oh, did you a do mixed subject. classes? Yeah. Yeah. So we I went that. to geography for my A-levels in like yeah. a different school. Yeah. And we just heard this massive bang outside. And one of the teachers had just completely chucked out the table and chair of that particular student mm-hmm. into the hall. I'm we pretty had sure it dented like the that. walls and shit. Yeah, we had things like that. Like people would have got stools thrown at them by teachers and stuff and... And they say capital Book. punishment is not a thing anymore. <laughs> but like, to be fair, with how some kids get on, I don't blame teachers for yeah. react. I would snap but, as well. I would probably do worse than that. But I don't. I just don't think it's a good reaction. It's not. As an adult, you need to like take a breath and count to ten. Yeah. Maybe a hundred. <laughs> then they get into the power plant, and you're we are given the first introduction of Smithers, which actually is. Blacksmithers, as yeah. he's been affectionately known as. I didn't know that. That was surprising. I didn't realise it was Smithers until I heard his voice because he, he has blue hair and dark skin, mm-hmm. which was strange. Yeah, and for anyone listening, if you didn't know this already, basically Smithers, as in Mr. Burns' assistant, uh, Willen Smithers, was actually black in the first episode that he was uh, presented him with, yeah. with blue hair, which is obviously this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smithers always intended to be basically mr burns's um like he does everything for him he's his assistant and everything and after that first episode the creators thought "Mm, it might be a bad idea to have a black subservient subservient character to a very very powerful and rich yeah um yellow man man. yellow man (laughs) basically so they changed him in the episode after to be uh, the same color as as uh mr burns because they didn't want it the same like racial uh discrimination Mm mm-hmm but they do a nuclear energy PowerPoint with Smile and Joe fishing. Now, this is actually a cool fact because I know obviously uh, you do animation, mm-hmm. obviously. But the cartoon at the power plant really like it looked like old timey footage. Like it yeah. was really had a lot of dirt in mm-hmm. the reel and stuff. 
Well, the animation cells were actually dragged across a cement floor to scratch it up on purpose to to give it it that feel. Yeah, the trick was used several more times until the show abandoned using animation cells entirely in 2002. That was 2000. I knew it was recently. Yeah. Fantastic. Another thing as well with the design of the characters, Bart stands up in the middle of the presentation. Obviously, you can see it's him with the the spiky hair. And Edna uh, tells him to sit down. Mm -hmm. Matt Groening designed the characters of of the Simpsons family in particular to be so easily recognisable that that even as silhouettes, that that was them. So even if you take all the Simpsons and you make them silhouettes, you'll be able to tell which one's which. Like, think about Marge and her hair and Lisa and Maggie. Just Lisa and Maggie, I would have to think about. But it would just be a smaller one. Maggie's just a smaller Lisa. (laughs) I was just thinking of the outline. But I remember seeing... I think it was in a meme or like a clip somewhere of there's like an x-ray machine that Bart and Lisa walk behind. Oh, yeah, yeah. And their hair is actually like their skull. Yeah. <laughs> so that really confuses me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of theories behind that of whether... Because like there's is parts where Bart brushes down his hair. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, is that bone? Is that yeah. cart- cartilage? It's it actually like sort? diamond combs just completely destroyed. <laughs> destroy his skull to put it down but um i mean actually marge as well this is just a really weird weird thing but you know obviously marge with a massive blue hair mm-hmm. or- originally it was meant to hide bunny ears beneath the hair it was like a weird wig she thing. was a furry no no as in real bunny ears like they were her ears as in she is a bunny i think so Marge is a bunny. No, this right. This was original. This was scrapped. You're not selling this show on me <laughs> much more. Do you remember like the wee weird white rabbity looking thing? It was Mac Groening's sketch no. prior to The Simpsons. It was called Life in Hell. Okay. And it was kind of like his that character's ears were meant to be below Marge's blue hair, but Why? I don't know. It's just what they originally were going to do, and it was going to fall off at one point, like her wig, and it was going to be a whole big thing. That was, idea was obviously scrapped. Yeah. And um, the only time it's ever made an appearance is in, there was like a Simpsons game that was like a, a wrestling game. It came mm-hmm. out a long, long time ago. And there is a bit in that where like March's hair can fall off and you can see like big rabbit ears. I don't know why. I hate that. <laughs> that is horrifying. But we love a bunny queen. So <laughs> cool, whatever. Then we get the first appearance of Blinky, which is the three-eyed fish, which I really want to tattoo on me. This is the one I pointed out yeah, to you. Yeah, this is your prediction. Do you remember what the prediction was? Um, that, so Blinky is obviously a fish that is outside of the power plant, obviously, because mm. it's, what, radioactive? Yeah. So, like, it's all, like, Chernobyl-fied. <laughs> Chernobyl-fied. <laughs> Add that to the dictionary. But is there not an episode where Mr. Burns eats him? That's mm-hmm. what it's said on this podcast I listen to. Yeah, there is. About He's made he many, many him. appearances throughout. Okay. And the first appearance of Blinky is like discredited in the second season. Or, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, not discredited. Is credited mm-hmm. in the second season. But that's actually false. He was, if you that look very, very closely, time. you see him like coming out of the water and going back in. Yeah. And basically what that predicted, quote unquote, is obviously that episode was in the 1990s and in 2011 a fisherman in Argentina caught a three-eyed wolffish outside of a power plant (laughs) yeah outside of the waters outside the nuclear power plant you know both power plants obviously in Springfield and this one in Argentina were blamed for basically just dumping toxic waste into the rivers obviously affecting the wildlife (laughs) yeah I think Um, a three-eyed fish is it's pretty cool but it's yeah it's proof yeah i remember them saying on the podcast that a lot of articles about this three-eyed fish being discovered they had a simpsons reference in it where it was like don't worry like the owner of the power plant didn't end up eating it and stuff like this so that's how it became known all right, all right. oh everyone's aware that it's in the simpsons yeah but i i never knew that till yeah. i listened it's, to that podcast yeah it's really really famous like scene of just the the orange three-eyed fish is he not green why did he look green? Because the animation wasn't, the colouring wasn't the best uh, at that time. What's his name? Guppy? Blinky. Blinky. I don't know where I got Guppy from. Uh, no, me neither. So Homer is obviously waiting on Bart's class to arrive to impress them, but can't find them. So he drives around in like a golf oh, buggy motherfucker. See, I have noted down here about there's an animation mistake. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I spotted this and you were like, <laughs> I was waiting to see if you spotted this because it is an actual known mistake in The Simpsons. Yeah. But those horrifying, horrible twins. Sherry and Terry. 
I hate them. I think they remind me of the twins from The Shining. They're like, totally are they based, based on? They're a hun- like I don't know if they are, but one hundred percent they're based on the twins from The Shining. Yeah, like they're disgusting, and they've got like a weird sort of pale yellowish color to them. They look unnatural. Like they're so creepy looking. Yeah. And the fact their names are Sherry and Terry is just like, ew. <laughs> like, oh, they you feel s- like Terry came first and Sherry was... No, I feel like Sherry came first and then they went, we now need to rhyme the names. Yeah, but so I think Terry. Terry is a more natural name than Sherry. More for a man, like an Uncle Terry. Let's not talk about Uncle Terry. <laughs> <laughs> one of the twins, I think it's the one that's talking... Her shirt is missing, so she's just a floating head. Yeah, her entire body's missing, her yeah. arms are missing, it's just her she's hair. She's just and... a floating head, so they must have forgot to either draw on that cell, or they forgot to put it in, like, the machine that, like, puts the skulls together. See, the power plant's really bad, it makes kids, makes fish bodies have three disappear. eyes and kids' bodies just randomly disappear, <laughs> but their head still floats, so it's okay. Oh, I absolutely hate those twins, though. They made me uncomfortable through most of this, and then it gets worse, obviously, when the next thing happens. Yeah, which is Homer gets distracted by Bart because he eventually finds him and then crashes, causing nuclear waste to spill, and then Homer is obviously fired from the power plant, but he is fired by... Do you remember? Yeah, it was... He was really horrible and was like, Simpson, you're fired, and then he looks up and goes, oh, hi, girls, and the twins wave back and go, hi, daddy, and I was like, I hate them even more. (laughs) But they didn't do anything. But their dad... They were being mean to Bart to begin with. True. And then their dad was just being really mean to Homer. Like, poor Bart was like, oh. Like, he just witnessed his dad getting fired. If anything, he caused it. I was going to say, because he tried to wave at him. Like, that's really sad. So then we cut back to the Simpsons house, where basically they're trying to find jobs for homer and trying to trying to get him something her guy yeah he's looking at all the classifieds and all the newspapers he feels really depressed and he's just like i just can't do anything so his family spurs him on so he gets out there tries to get jobs but just tons of doors get slammed in his face and he can't basically get anything (laughs) bart slams the door in his face as well yeah (laughs) it's not really good whenever the person who caused you to lose your job which is also your son yeah slams the door in your face then homer goes to most tavern where he tries to drown his sorrows but we actually get the first prank call to mo by bart is that when one? i smiled no <laughs> you Did didn't I even not? smile at oh, this oh i thought i would have those, those well i'll take that laugh. as a win then i okay. take that you thought you would smile mm-hmm. that's good enough for me i thought i would because I, I knew about the prank and it's all like is bend over there bend over <laughs> no, yeah this <laughs> one's fun. ip freely yeah is, everyone is ip freely they're actually based on real calls Two guys did do a bar owner and heavyweight boxer. Let me pronounce his name right. Louis or Louis Red is his nickname. Dutch. Mm-hmm. The calls have been recorded. Like it is a no re- real life. It's based on a real life event. But yeah, the first um, one. Can you just headbutt your. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Everyone always says, you know, when you make the joke of like, oh, two guys walking to a bar, man walks into a bar, everything like that. Everyone always has the bar that they picture in their head, and it's always the same bar. Mine's always Moe's. Oh, mine isn't. Well, you I, was... I would assume it wouldn't be. No, mine was my local. Really? Yeah. Mine's uh, always, always Moe's, and Moe's is just such a shithole. <laughs> like, it is such a shithole. We went to Moe's in Florida. Oh, yeah, but it was nice. It was clean. It was. Cleanish. Goes back to the household where Homer is basically lying on the sofa, can't sleep, overthinking. His eyes are all like looking bloodshot. I literally saw myself in Homer <laughs> during this scene. I was like, oh my god, that's that's me on a Sunday. I mean, Sunday blues hit everyone bad. So. <laughs> Don't start getting all psychology on me. <laughs> Do you need to talk? No. How does that make you feel? Go away. Right, this is... This bit does confuse me as a Simpsons fan. Marge offers to like get a job to pay, Do and you she's on like remember? roller skates, and then she just lose it. It's never mentioned the rest. No, of the episode. I think that's a flashback. See, I thought that too when I like when I whenever I watch it, but then I'm just like, is it? I thought it was a flashback, but it made me laugh more because whenever they were all collectively looking for a job for Homer, I turned to you and I was like, why doesn't Marge try to look for a job as well? Like that would be a bit helpful. And then like the next scene, oh homie, I'll try and get a job. And I was like, yes, good for you, Marge. Stepping up to the plate. This is great. (laughs) Two two man team. You need to put the the deep voice on to try. Homie. (laughs) (laughs) But I 
thought that was a flashback to when she originally had that job and he was a bit like no Marge like you hated it there it's fine don't worry I've got this yeah he doesn't seem to do anything and then he just sits watching tv at night because he has nothing else to do he doesn't know what to do and is this the first time we see Duff Beer mentioned it is as well because I noticed whenever in the episode I think it's the first one where they go get Santa's little helper Mm -hmm. when they're looking in the parking lot they kick a can of Duff beer, but yeah. it doesn't look like the typical Duff beer that no, I would be aware of. I don't think it's also of. mentioned, even mm. though Homer has been drinking at Moe's. Yeah. I don't think Duff beer has ever no, been mentioned. Because even in that scene previous to this one, when he's drinking at Moe's, he has a little glass that I would like drink squash out of. It's not a pint. It's not an alcoholic beverage. It looks it's like a, a shot. It looks like a glass of milk to me. <laughs> So I don't know what they were playing at. Maybe it's a white Russian. But there's all random stuff in the background yeah. of this entire episode. You were saying this is the first time we see Duff Beer and it's a Duff Beer commercial that actually spurs Homer on to get up off the sofa to try to steal money off his family. To for get alcohol. For alcohol. For alchemyhol. Alchemyhol. Can't get enough of that wonderful Duff Whip. There we go. <laughs> it's like a free advert right it's there. Hashtag sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Homer then feels awful because he steals money from his son. Doesn't oh, he even did not feel that bad. He felt a wee no, bit bad. No, he felt bad that it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Because when he opened, he steals Bart's piggy bank. Yeah. And then smashes it open, realizes there's only like, what, 10 quarters in it. And then he's like... Oh, and you think he's realized that this is awful. He's sitting from his son and then he's like, not even enough for one can. And then he like goes nuts. And I was like, there was no remorse there at all. That That's his true colors. He's an awful person. But, but was it not like 10 cents? Uh, not that I'm condoning what he did, but was it not <laughs> only like 10 cents rather than 10? Because his 10 quarters, not like $3. How it was not, <laughs> he said it wasn't enough money. To it wasn't nine hundred dollar redos. It was. I still don't know what that means. You will, you will. We will get there eventually. He smash. He steals Bart's piggy bank. Yeah. Smashes it open. Uh huh. And he just he has that slight second where you think he has a bit of remorse for what he's done, but then he highlights the fact that there isn't even enough in the piggy bank to buy one beer. Yeah. And I was like, that just shows you he's a horrible person. Like, well, he's such a bad person. Yeah, well, he just stole from his son and he's pissed off that there isn't enough for one beer. Well, clearly he feels bad because the, ne- <laughs> the next bit is where it takes a friggin' turn and he writes his suicide letter. Jesus. I just wrote in my notes just, what the fuck? He gets really upset when it he's like writing so it. It gets so dark for the next like five minutes. And what's even darker? Did you notice what he was writing it on? Things uh, I gotta things do today. To do today. It was like yeah, <clears throat> that was a bit of their dark humor coming through. Yeah, it got really dark really quickly. Mm-hmm. You also notice he signed out Homer J Simpson. Yes. Yes. Do you know what the J stands for? I think I've asked you before, but you told me we will find out at we some point. We will find out. And so, today is not that day. I just wanted to know if you knew. I think because I turned to you and I was just like, wait, Grandpa's name is Abe, isn't it? Yeah. So it's clearly not anything to do with his name. No. So on the season one, like, DVD commentary by the writers, they actually put the J in Homer's name mm-hmm. as, a, as a tribute towards Rocky and Bullwinkle. Because ah. their full names are Rocket J Squirrel and Bullwinkle J Moose from the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. So they're both just J? Yeah. Well, That's I mean, I don't know if... I don't know about them, what it stands for, but the writers obviously put that in as a tribute it's to them, but didn't even think about what it actually stood for okay. in the start. That's nice, though. Um, so Homer, yeah, leaves the house with the intent to end his own life. I mean, this... By carrying a huge rock around his waist. Yeah, with a There was a one rope. thing in that scene that I thought wasn't very Homer-esque. Yeah. And that's when he goes to walk out of the back garden gate with the rope and the rock tied around him and he realizes that the gate is squeaky so carries the rock over to get some oil oils the gate still carrying the rock yeah that's fine and then but it's just not something homer would do homer also wouldn't kill himself we are in different territory here this whole season is just not the simpsons we are in 
random uncharted territory here. Yes. Then there's just like two of his neighbors are just these elderly. Just blatantly laughing. Yeah. At him. Like those two elderly people watching him walking with this huge rock, and they're like, "What's Young Simpson doing?" Yeah, with they that know rock? him. They know him. They know who he is. So they know he is blatantly... And they even mention that he's going to go kill himself. If you, they just laugh. If you see anyone carrying a huge rock, ask them if they're okay. <laughs> I like that boulder. That is a nice boulder. <laughs> so he drags this rock, like what? All the way to this bridge. Yeah. Like for what? Like three miles? Three miles? Yeah. Where are the numbers coming from? Well, sure. Is it that bridge that's in... There's that bridge in Hit and Run. Yeah. That's quite a while away from his house. Yeah, but in season one, I don't know if they've mapped out where... Well, no, but I'm going to assume it's that bridge okay. in Hit and Run. So that's quite a distance from his house. And the poor thing has carried this rock the entire way and finds a rock beside the bridge <laughs> of ra- the same size. And, and just for everyone's clarity, that's roughly three miles. Roughly three miles, roughly three miles. from his house. Okay, just for everyone to know. Uh, for God's sake. So yeah, Homer is about to end his own life and then his family show up to try to stop him but nearly get run over by a car just speeding. Homer saves them from the car and then realises and has like an epiphany that he needs to now protect people because he wants to put a stop sign at that. Yeah, because he nearly got hit the first time and that was a gag where he dodged out of the way of this car even though he was about to kill himself. Yeah. And... Then obviously saves his family and then he's like, right, something needs to be done. And then that's his purpose. Yeah. And then that's when that leads to the family going to City Hall to get like the stop sign put up. But this is also the first time we then see Bart's graffiti of El Barto. El Barto. By Police Chief Wiggum. No one knows who it is. Like I know that's the joke. El Barto is? Yeah, that's the joke. Obviously no one knows who El Barto is. But hi. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's kind of obvious. Like, But also whenever they're in the... The city hall? Yeah. Is it a city hall? Yeah. Um, I pointed out to you that the extras in the show are weird. Oh, yeah. They're so strange looking. Oh, yeah, and they're from Lorne. They're like, like inbred <laughs> like hell. They're so inbred. They are. They are. They're strange from... looking people. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, for, for anyone listening, if you're from America, they're from New Jersey. Like, Jesus. Yeah. This is, this is not A different good. breed of people. A different breed. Of, let's just leave it at that. Everyone's yeah. different. Just a different breed of people. So at this point in the show, we're seeing Homer pitch his idea to get the stop sign put up at that mm-hmm. road. In my notes, it just says, I can't wait for this to end. <laughs> you literally, were you panning your own suicide note as we were, as, <laughs> as we were going through this? The Simpsons really got to me. <laughs> Homer obviously wants to strive higher and more signs and protections around the city to protect people because that's a his bit of a mistake oh yeah one of the signs no yelling says well one of the signs actually says warning sign ahead yeah i, I noticed <laughs> that there's a warning sign ahead no chewing no yelling no talking not going on the grass or something like yeah, that. yeah it's all over this one park there's just loads of signs and i'm like i'm surprised they all got approved but you know if it gives him his purpose or it makes him feel like he has a purpose here then good for homer you standing up for him? No, I just want it to be over at this point. Like, surely he's found his purpose. Let's move on. Well, he holds a rally at the at the power plant with his safety people. I don't know who they are. Does he want to put a sign on the power plant or something? He I wants kind to get of it, like, zoned out at this part. He, <laughs> he wants to get it kind of shut down because... Um, they fired him. That, and it's not safe, clearly, because well, of yeah, the... There's a three-eyed blanking. fish. Yeah, and things like that. But, but he didn't see the three-eyed fish. Then Homer says the rallying cry of all protests... Unlike most of you, I am not a nut. I'm having flashbacks to the Trump supporters taking on the Capitol. <laughs> flashbacks was last week. I know. That's the sad part. <laughs> so Mr. Burns is obviously raging at this, wants to talk to Homer privately, but he actually offers him a job as a safety inspe- inspector. Homer at the start... Only for a selfish reason, though. He just wants the protests to stop. Yeah, of course. But Homer is like, ah, I don't know whether to do it. I don't know. But the money. Should, but the money and everything. And it's like, he just blatantly takes it. And then, yeah, yeah that's it. That's the episode done. He st- he takes the job. He doesn't want Marge to I thought to the crowd the weren't family. going to that's take it. that well. Yeah, they did. They were just like. They took it really well. But I thought at the start when he first comes out and he's like, I am now the safety inspector of this nuclear power plant. I thought they all started booing and throwing stuff. But if the camera turns and they're no, they cheering. No, they were cheering. 
I that did not read well at all. For like me. nothing actually happens. He started with a job at the power plant and he ended with a job at the power but plant. But he ended with a different job at the power plant. Yeah. Which is him but... now the safety inspector the whole way through the rest of the series. So that's when he's sitting in that little room just monitoring everything. Sleeping. Yeah. But yeah, monitoring yeah. everything. Like I use that term loosely. So as an overall episode, it it kind of ended where it began kind of it but... was so bad right <laughs> it was so bad yeah so we didn't laugh at all i didn't laugh at all and but... the next one's the... i don't even have any notes on the next one you i know... rated the couch gag and i give up do you know what though what? with regards to this episode it was the first episode to be written the third to be Ever. produced but the first yeah the first phil simpsons episode to be written so maybe that is why you're better than this macaroni <laughs> Well, out of ten, how many three-eyed fish would you give it? One. One three-eyed fish One. out of ten. Yeah, it was, was shy. it that bad? I hated it. The fish has more eyes than the ones yeah. that you give it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If they made Blinky the star of that episode, it would have been better. It was shite. So moving very swiftly on <laughs> to the fourth episode, there's no disgrace. I would rather move very swiftly past the next episode. Yeah, but we, but look, we said a goal. <laughs> we, we said did. we'd do it we did we'd work through it and even as a simpsons fan i can agree that this episode has its moments <laughs> or lack of <laughs> or lack of obviously the title is a pun on the wizard of oz there's no place like home but the synopsis being that homer takes his family to dr marvin monroe an unorthodox counselor who uses shock therapy to quote-unquote cure them which um i haven't had a chance to use with my with my clients, I don't think I ever will get a chance to, and I never want to. Well, please don't. <laughs> so yeah, the couch gag this time is family all try to squeeze in the couch, but this time it's Homer that pops off rather than Bart. What do you think of the the couch gag? What would your rating be for this one? Um, three out of ten. Because it happened in was it the first? No, the second episode where it happened to Bart. Yeah. So they're just repeating themselves, except this time it's Homer. So, get a better joke next time. Yeah, get your act together. Yeah. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. First thing is we are greeted with the Simpsons going to Mr. Burns's manor for the company picnic. And so they bring like five jelly gelatin things, which is like what everyone else brought. Yeah. What, what are they? Marge's like jello dessert. Have you ever tried that? It's just jelly with, I think she Bits puts in things in it. I don't know. It looked like the green one looked like marshmallows. I was like, why are the marshmallows green? There was a blue one that looked like it had like half moons in it. I was like, what on earth is that? Like orange slices? Or what would but you, they were blue. What would you put in it? If you if you could do it better, what would you put in the jelly? Well, I don't know. I guess I would say fruit, but then you wouldn't like it because Ryan doesn't eat fruit, for those who don't know. This is not a podcast on my eating habits. <laughs> this is a podcast on the Simpsons. So am I making it for what I would like in it? Yeah. Okay, I would just have ice cream in the middle of the jelly because I love ice cream and jelly. What would you put in yours? I don't even know how to make jelly. You <laughs> love... never mind. It's just jelly cubes and hot water, and then you would just leave it to cool down. See, before that blows you my mind. Like I know that sounds really stupid, but that jelly blows my mind. We should go because it's make such a weird. After this, it's a solid, but obviously the consistency of a lick. It's just so weird. Jelly's great. I love jelly. I would put chocolate buttons probably in it. I don't jelly know babies. Mm. You know how much I love jelly babies. But that's just jelly and jelly. Even better. That's jellyception. Even better. Double the jelly. Even better. Double the fun. Even better. Moving on. Homer obviously wants his kids to be on their best behaviour and wants them to show him, and this is in his words, love and or respect. And I wanted to actually ask you this. If you had to choose... Would you choose to show Homer love and or respect? Respect. Respect. Oh, respect. I wouldn't show him any love. So it would be the or, and you would choose yeah. respect? Yeah. And, and how would you respect? I just wouldn't call him bad names. I would just be respectful to him and be polite. That's all you have to do to everybody. That was a very mature answer there, Zoe. Well, I am 25 years old, I'd like to think so. <laughs> We go up to Mr. Burns' Manor, which actually, and I know we haven't seen this movie, and I know we're meant to see this movie, but Mr. Burns' Manor is actually based off the one in Citizen Kane. Ah. And this is now when they've made 
Smithers yellow. Yeah. So yes, yeah. They've he changed was the him Smithers from, that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've changed him, and they only had it for that one episode. Mm-hmm. But they changed him obviously from from the black character to now uh, yellow Smithers. Mister mm-hmm. Burns can obviously never remember Homer's name. He's got like this. I don't think he can remember anyone's name. Well, actually, apart enough, from Smithers. Smithers. So obviously this is like an early episode for Mr. Burns. Which he had like a voice that was slightly different from the one. It wasn't as slimy and slimy. It wasn't as sinister. It was just quite deep. Yeah. And that was because the character was originally influenced by Ronald Reagan. Oh. Uh, which was obviously later dropped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the idea is because Ronald Reagan would actually greet people and greet his employees using index cards. So that's how Mr. Burns greeted all of the it guests was, in the yeah. Simpsons family. With wee index cards. So... That's apparently what Ronald Reagan would do. Now, obviously, oh. I don't know that for a fact, but that's apparently what he would have done. Yeah. And another fun fact, Mr. Burns has the most words among the supporting cast members of The Simpsons. Ever. Spoken. So, outside of The Simpsons family, mm-hmm. he has the most uh, spoken words. Oh, so is he in the most episodes? I don't know. Or maybe just the episodes he's in, he just speaks the most. Yeah. But apparently he has the most words. Mm-hmm. Homer wants Bart and Lisa to be normal, but they're obviously running about chaotic. And this was actually because Lisa was originally meant to be a troublemaker. Yeah, I get that vibe from these few episodes that we've seen her in. Mm -hmm. Is that her and Bart wind up each other a lot. And like she ran and jumped in the fountain in this episode. And she was like sitting there and then started like spewing the water and stuff. And I was like, that's not Lisa. No, Lisa wasn't originally the goody two shoes. Smart you know, little lady. I like that they did that in the end, though, because it's nice to have the yin and yang of yeah, Lisa the and Bart yeah. than the, just these two hectic children. Yeah, she was just basically meant to be a female Bart. I might have preferred her if she was, to be <laughs> fair, because she's annoying as hell. And she actually is like that in the Tracy Ullman shorts. She's a brat. Yeah. The character differentiation between Bart and Lisa became a lot yeah wider as it went as it went on it's the the cartoon family that we all know and we all that love. we all know no, we all love that we all know say it no do it maybe at like season 12 maybe at season no, i would say season six i made this <laughs> prediction at the start we will see so marge obviously leaves maggie at the nursery while she goes gets some alcohol gets absolutely smashed absolutely pissed i'm not much of a drinker and goes and gets smashed yeah, and somehow is in a musical. Somehow just randomly yeah, joins the musical. Yeah, she just starts singing. It's very... Did Kenny Ortega direct this? <laughs> just that one episode. <laughs> just that scene. Kenny Ortega came in. Uh, he actually looked very closely. Bet on it is like happening in, in, the, the, background. in the background on one of Mr. Burns' golf on courses. On the golf course you just see Troy Bolton running around looking at himself in the lake. Bart and Homer compete in a sack race. You know what? This is always that something... That was funny. I will give that. That was funny. The what? fact that it was just all, right, you all know how to do it, right? And it's like Mr. Burns has to win. Oh, right, yeah. And Bart's like, ah, screw it. Yeah, Mr. Burns goes first. Mm-hmm. And every hop he does, everyone else only does a hop after, after Mr. Yeah. Burns. And then, um, obviously, oh. Bart tries to go for it. Homer tackles him because mm-hmm. ain't no way in hell no. that he's going to embarrass him in front of his boss. But yeah. It's just when Mr. Burns turns right at the end, he was like, oh, that was a close one this year. Yeah. And it's like, so he wasn't that annoyed that Bart overtook him because yeah. he knew that he could either fire Homer and Homer wouldn't let Bart do that. Yeah. It was just, it was, he took it a lot better than what I expected. Did you also notice everyone cheered and like got on well? Yeah. They would never have done that for Mr. Burns in the later No, but I series. think it's a case of you have to. No, but they seemed like genuinely happy. Even at the end, it's like, get off my property. Release the hounds. Release the hounds in 10 minutes. Yeah, so I was thinking about this, about the, the sack race that Homer and Bart did. I'm like, when's the last time you've done a sack race? Probably sports day in primary school or even maybe secondary school. I don't think I've done one for like know. 20 years. Or like, years. A, like a school fit or something. What's a fit? A fit. Are you saying fate? Like the car? No, like F-E-T-E. Fate. It's like a fundraiser for the school. Oh, they would have just... it on like Friday nights, like maybe once a, once oh. like a school year. Yeah. Where you would go and there'd be like hook the duck or like yeah. it, you would win goldfish. <laughs> like and there'd be like a lucky yeah. dip. Or you probably didn't have this because I went like a school in the countryside. But there was Chuck the Welly. Welly wanging. It was called. No, that's so country. Welly wanging. Welly wanging. Yeah. 
Don't sounds say like that really... fast three times. No, it sounds like a really bad insult. Yeah. And then there was like a man who would have, there was like a farmer that would come with his quad bike and have a trailer on the back of it. You would pay like three pounds to go in the back of the trailer. And like he would drive. No, (laughs) there was sheep there though. You would go (laughs) pet them. Um, And then there'd be ones where it would be like, you can take a penalty against like Mr. Hudgens or like. There was the lucky dip was great because you always came out with something. But I remember the time that was it my friend did it or something, and she got like a can of tuna. Normally you got like bubbles or like coloring pencils or something, but yeah, she, she got. She won a can of. She tuna. won a can of tuna. It was like all wrapped up and stuff in this lucky dip. I feel like the origin of sack races is like a really like dark thing. I feel like it's like the grim stories you find out. It, it was like someone Irish, trying to. Irish, doesn't it? It feels like so... well, it's a potato sack. That's what I'm saying. It's potato sack. But it's probably it, it must be like Irish origin. But it must be like people trying to escape from I don't know being taken in sacks and they're just trying to run away. I just googled it. Potato sack racing was invented by the very poor parents of a young farm boy. Since they couldn't afford any equipment for games on his birthday, they emptied potato sacks and made the guests stand to race in them. Oh, that's actually kind of cute. Isn't it? That's very kind. That's for sack race. So wait, where did it come from? Is it um, Ireland? It's a competitive game in which participants place both of their legs inside of a sack or a pillowcase that reaches their waist or neck and hop neck. forward. Oh, that would be funny. If you fell, it's just straight out face plant. So that's the lovely fate at Mr. Burns's place. Lovely. Yeah, basically it was it was it his birthday? I don't think I paid attention. I think it was it was just a picnic. It was just a uh, an employee picnic day. Yeah. So like a treat day for yeah. the employees and yeah. stuff, which is quite nice of Mr. Burns to do. I wouldn't Well, it was him... based on Ronald Reagan. Okay. Like at this point, at this point in yeah. time, he would have been quite nice. Well, okay. eh. quite nice, <laughs> but not nice enough to let the children win the sacrifice. Exactly. <laughs> but then on the way out, Homer's really like, embarrassed. You know, his two kids are pushing each other, hitting each other. Yeah. Marge is pissed out of her head. That was such a funny dynamic to see Homer trying to get over that situation. Yeah, because he compares them to this like perfect family. Apparently, just gets raptured while singing bingo. That was they the just soar into the heavens. Thing. If Marge's hair had fallen off at that point, and we had seen bunny ears, I wouldn't have questioned it. No, because yeah. that was fucking grease lightning going off and oh, the yeah. fucking sun. They were all the Simpsons were all portrayed as like demons going into the highway of yeah, hell. It was weird. It was like. Homer had a schizophrenic episode during this. Yeah, a slight psychotic episode. Yeah. Marge was originally meant to get drunk in the first episode, the Christmas episode, but they, they took it out. Homer so she was, was meant to be a bit of a drinker then? Yeah, she was meant to get drunk at a party and get him in trouble at the office. So okay. kind of similar-ish. Yeah. But that was, originally, was he was he she was meant to get smashed there. And Homer is like the voice of reason for the family. It's really weird. Just as they're leaving, I don't think it's that... So he obviously sees how mr burns views that other family because the kid is showing his dad respect and stuff mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he i think it's just jealousy more than anything he doesn't it's not that he wants this perfect family it's like he's scared of everyone else judging them and Homer obviously wants to make them a normal family mm-hmm. and be completely normal but it just seems so random compared to what we know him as today yeah i mean that's what i feel about this whole first season is very they're like what direction do we go instead of solidifying it in like pre-production yeah everything they're trying to develop like throughout and like obviously if we take like another famous sitcom that ran for years friends i guess that they're trying to like establish everyone like phoebe is way more ditzy and like more hippie like Mm -hmm. in the first few seasons and then she becomes this just the bimbo friend then after that even if you look she at isn't a, as much of a free spirit but yeah. if you compare it to like an animated show which is heavily taken from and inspired from the simpsons is family guy oh for sure and it's like the same thing yeah pretty much it's, it's just an adult version a slightly more adult version of it yeah um obviously it doesn't have the same ratings it's not as well received and everything but at the end of the day their characters also developed massively from what they originally were meant to be i don't think i have ever seen family guy chronologically so i wouldn't be able to tell you that it was you know stewie was like an evil yeah i remember like stewie when i was younger being like the evil he hated lois didn't he yes and stuff and like wanted her dead essentially but now he's just like 
insanely camp. Yeah, that's his entire personality now. Yeah. I've done it with all their characters. Yeah. Like, Brian was the voice of reason. All, yeah. Now he's just an asshole. Yeah, he, like, They've has... just changed per- it massively. It feels like Brian's got, like, more resentful towards the family. <laughs> like, the more his time has went on, which I guess people do change like that. But if yeah. anything, it's made him less interesting and... Yeah. Whereas stuff. The Simpsons will get more interesting because it will solidify yeah, their Yeah, that's what I'm and... looking forward to getting to those parts. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> yeah. They're all sitting at the table and having dinner and Bart says his famous catchphrase, don't have a cow, man. What? Don't have a cow, man. You don't hear it? That's one of his catchphrases. I literally thought he had, I caramba and eat my shorts. Yeah, and that don't was have it. a cow, man. I've never heard that in my life. You heard it the other night. I think I zoomed out. I don't remember that. Well, he, it's really difficult to get your opinion on these episodes when you don't even listen to them. It's a chore. But um, he'd actually already said it previously in the Tracy Ullman shorts again. I think a lot of the stuff that got carried on to The Simpsons was all introduced very much in the Tracy Ullman yeah, shorts. Yeah, they've just developed it a bit, yeah. bit more. Homer obviously says Grace, and I think I love this just as, as Grace saying God is everywhere and he's omnivorous. That I think was that's funny. that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, it was meant to be omnipotent. Or what is it? Omnipotent. He said you're omnivorous. <laughs> so Homer tries to prove there aren't a normal family compared to um, the people that he's seen and trying to show them that they're actually a bad family yeah. by sneaking into people's windows and nearly so get shot. bizarre. Yeah, just the idea of creeping about, looking in, stalking people and going, look at them. Look at them Lovely sitting, family. eating dinner together and talking. Like, I honestly thought he was going to take them to like Flanders house. I thought Flanders... And his family were going to become a lot more of a staple in this episode. Yeah, no, not yet. No. I think they come into the more in the mix in the next couple of... Seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Homer um, then goes back to Moe's Tavern. Says his mum called him a big disappointment. But he sees an advert for Dr. Marvin Monroe's family therapy centre, which I can never say. Mm-hmm. But it also marked the appearance of Eddie and Lou, the police officers. Yeah. But Lou wasn't black. No. And this was actually a mistake. He was yellow, but there was a... There was a color mistake or something in the episode mm-hmm. in that particular thing. And Lou was meant to be black and mm-hmm. he just, he Wasn't. was just yellow. Yeah. But obviously afterwards he then became, they made him black and solidified that. And he was actually named after Lou Whitaker, which is a former major league baseball player. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of people in the Simpsons obviously very much like baseball. have their roots in. Oh, like real Like people. their names. Sure. Mac Rennings mom's name is Margaret yeah. uh, Wiggum. You said that last episode. I don't think I said the Wiggum part. You just said her name was Margaret. Wiggum. Wiggum. Like Chief Wiggum. Wiggum. Yeah. Oh, that's nice though that he was like able to add little bits into things. Yeah. Also have good mental health awareness in this episode. So the last episode you had, you know, this the mental health awareness of the suicide. The dark that they just brushed over from his calling as a sign maker. Yeah. A sign petitioner. Yeah. And then now you go into family bliss or double your money back. Yeah. Where you can go check out and get good family counselling. But they realise that they don't have enough funds for the therapy, so they sell their TV. And obviously this is the first Itchy and Scratchy as well in the seasons. It's the first time we've seen Itchy and Scratchy uh, prior to them selling and punning the TV. Yeah. Um, They were on the Tracy Ullman shorts again. I know I keep referencing that. Yeah. But they... um, But obviously this is the first time in the episodes. As a TV show or as characters? As characters in The Simpsons. Okay. So the perfect family we see is actually at the family counselling centre. I where pointed we go there. that out to you. Yeah. I was like, there's that like family that Homer was... But like, does he not walk in and sort of go, oh. No, they, they, they just, just don't, don't acknowledge, acknowledge that. Them. And uh, I think it's meant to be a hint that it's not as, not as perfect as people make it out no. to be. Um, don't judge a book by its cover. That too. Or I suppose it'd be the opposite of don't judge a book by its cover. It's more giving a positive opinion. Well, no, the cover looks really nice. Oh, right, yeah. It's actually really bad. It can mean either way. Oh, all right, well, yeah, fair enough. It's just all is not what it seems. So Marvin gets them to draw their fears, their anxieties, the roots of their happy- unhappiness, you know, all that stuff. All of them, besides Homer, obviously draw Homer. Uh, I think I Homer find draws like that, a plane crash right. or something. Yeah, Homer was drawing like a plane because um, he wasn't paying attention. But I find that like really sad. He was like draw the source of like your pain and they all drew Lisa's was very good I think she's an animator in the Simpsons <laughs> it was very accurate she actually draws herself it's, <laughs> it's really it's a it's a weird messed up AI system they've got going the Simpsons is a very meta show yeah 
and then they use aggression therapy mallets, which is just ceaselessly beating the shit out of each other. I did like a half smile at this because the way Maggie is like just very lightly thumping the back of Homer's like back <laughs> was so cute and really pure. Well, that's only because you love, but that's because you just you love babies. He doesn't. They're so cute. Potatoes. <laughs> and uh, they're all then in electric chairs linked to each other. This is like. Meant to be aversion therapy. Yeah. That doesn't work like that. No. But you know, this guy's so Ryan, as a, a therapist, is that is that a form of therapy? Oh yeah, it works perfectly grand. <laughs> you know, when well his theory behind it was when someone hurts you emotionally, you hurt them physically. And I just That's not don't a good think message. That is good. That's not a good message at all. <laughs> no. Please don't go around shocking people no. with teasing them because or they hurt you emotionally. Anything to them physically if they hurt you emotionally. Yeah, that's yeah, also that too. And the the idea behind this scene, you know, where they take turns shocking each other. Yes. Was actually based on uh kind of Laurel and Hardy throwing pies at each other yeah. in the old sketch. It was based on that, but it was played that. out more sadistically. And kind of more of a reference and parody to A Clockwork Orange, which, yeah, as people know, is a very, very famous sort of... Book and film. Book and film based on mental health. Yeah. You did smile as well in this scene, I have noted. When they were all shocking each other. Yeah, because it was just Maggie just shock, yeah. shocking the shit. That's really hard to say. Shocking so, the shit out of everyone. Basically, the one thing I enjoyed in this entire episode and the whole series so far is just Maggie. Maggie's existence. Yeah. And there are episodes... That are based directly on Maggie, but they're Bless few, and far few and far between. Uh-huh. Obviously, the family got double their money back because they didn't no. get family They just kept bliss. shocking each other. Then they got their TV back, and then the episode just ends. Another this... episode that just took us back to the start and ended. No loose ends here. So this episode was actually the first to be broadcast by the BBC in the UK. It was on BBC One, but I think the weird thing as That's well... That's so weird to me that yeah. the BBC played The Simpsons yeah. and not Channel 4. Yeah, for for all the UK listeners, Channel 4 is like the home of The Simpsons now. Channel 4 and Sky 1. And Sky I think, 1. I think they play it as well. But originally BBC was the ones that actually broadcast oh, it first. Simpsons. That's so strange. And I didn't know that. But it's even weirder because they broadcast this episode first, mm-hmm. but they broadcast it in 1996. Which just confuses me because that means six seasons that came out at that point and they chose that episode to air. That's so weird. I was born before The Simpsons was aired in the UK. Wrapping it up as that episode. So yeah, Zoe, again, didn't laugh at all. I mean, there was the slight smile when Maggie was just damaging her family. family. (laughs) But I think it was only because it involved a baby is why she enjoyed it. Well, how, how many aversion therapies would you give it out of 10? One. One. So it's it's on par with Homer's Odyssey then? Yeah. So we're both sitting. Now, obviously, as you're aware, we're only on episodes three and four, but this is the lowest scores you have given yeah. to Simpsons episodes. That's not, that's not a good track record, like, no, is it? No, it's really not. But I must say, these two have really made me lose the motivation to do this. The like, podcast? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, these tears. So I want to get season one out, over with, done. I want to move on to the better episodes. But it can I only know go up from here. It's the fact, yeah, we can only go up from here. And I know that The Simpsons has potential and it has that cult following. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a reason for that. So I'm just, I want to get season one out of the way so <laughs> I can move into the more worthwhile episodes that's true Mm -hmm. so i think i mean i gotta ask because i just have to ask but Uh i feel like i'm going in the fucking wrong direction here yeah did these two episodes change your opinion on the simpsons okay (laughs) no did it change your opinion on any of the characters bart's funny so but i always thought bart was funny so it didn't change my opinion on him did it solidify anything uh homer's a cock and i think we'll leave it there yeah (laughs) sounds good sounds good to me so thank um, you guys for listening yes thank you for listening we have just wrapped up homer's odyssey and there's no disgrace like home and stay tuned when we are going to look at episodes five and six of season one which are bart the general and moaning lisa and that is us for the day do you have anything you want to say so um do you think i'm gonna feel different about any of the next two i like bart the general 
Okay. I, d- I do actually like that episode. If it a involves. Lot. So the next two, by the sounds of the titles, are about Bart and Lisa. Yeah. I might enjoy these a bit more. Yeah. Because I do prefer those two as characters. Mm-hmm. As much as I dislike Lisa, I think I would enjoy a little story about her. So we shall see. Yeah. And we shall go watch them and I'm going to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like. You make it seem as if it's torture. I've actually got Zoe tied up in one of those Dr. Marvin Monroe chairs, electric shock, and every time she gives <laughs> a bad opinion on The it. Simpsons, they buzz it. Um, no, I think the next two, I mean, I know we had a bit of a snag in the road, mm-hmm. didn't get off in the best fit, but I think the next two episodes might change your opinion a wee bit. Okay. A wee bit more. Well, come back next week to see if Ryan's predictions are correct, and thank you guys for joining us again for our episode two of Me Like Simpsons, That's Impossible. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at The Impossible Podcast, and follow us as well on Twitter at Impossible Pod. Make sure you're putting Unpossible, because I keep messing that up too. So follow us on the social media and you can find us obviously just wherever you get your podcasts. And that's us until next week. Enjoy your week, you guys, and we will catch you in the next one. Thank you so much. See you Thank later, you. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.